another for the love of lists episode i am back again with an fpl weekly episode it's been a while and in this one i'm actually going to preview two game weeks because they're so close together so i'll be previewing game week 24 and double game week 25 before we get into that a little look back at what felt like the longest game week in the world game week 23 a lot of people went with Emmanuel Dennis. I didn't, so I got a bit lucky there. But Josh King, captain, wasn't great. Uh, Backman in goal wasn't great either. And I ended up with 41 points. A little green arrow to about 250k. But yeah, I'm in, I think, a strong position now to, to move forward and start getting a load of green arrow. So hopefully that little run continues this week. So, format of the pod is... Top five captaincy picks for the week. Top five teams to target. So normally I do it over three weeks. Sort of looked at the next four or five because we're covering two weeks here. And my top five teams to target as well. So if we get into game week 24. The top five captains this week. Number five, Diogo Jota. He's got a good goal record against Leicester who they're playing. And with Salah and Mane both just coming back from a tournament, I'd be very confident in Jota starting Leicester, as we've said before, they're not the team they were last year particularly defensively and so I'd I'd put that as a really good fixture for Liverpool, especially at Anfield and yeah, Jota is pretty good in those sort of games so he's a solid pick number four, I've gone with KDB, he's starting to pick up form capable of some returns here for sure against Brentford have leaked a fair few goals away from home. I'm not sure who's going to be in goal, if it's going to be David Raya or Fernandez. If it is Fernandez, that's going to make the KDB choice even more appealing um, with his shots from outside of the box and things like that. But yeah, even if he doesn't necessarily get a goal, he's likely to be involved in something from a, an assist point of view. And at number three, I've gone with Mohamed Salah. He would be top if he was guaranteed to be playing. It was an ordinary week, but given he's just played so much football over the last couple of weeks at AFCON, I just don't think, for me, it's worth the risk of transferring him in or captaining him just in case that he does get that bench or he gets a complete rest. So that's as high as he can go, really, number three. And number two, Jao Cancelo, he could easily get a double-digit haul against Brentford. I'd certainly back him for a clean sheet, and when he gets that, he's generally always in and around the bonus, and there's a good chance that he gets an attacking return to that as well. As I've said with the KDB one, Brentford are a bit leaky, and Cancelo's no ordinary defender. He gets involved a lot in the attacking play. And at number one, I've gone with Jared Bowen. Just scored against Kidderminster, and... Yeah, I think he's going to return one or two against this Watford side. They look pretty poor. He did very well in the reverse fixture of Vicarage Road. And he's one of the form players in the league at the moment. 
And the other thing as well, he's very highly owned too. So it is a bit of a tricky week this week. There's no standout option potentially. And it's sometimes a bit safe to go with the guy that's got high ownership. And that is certainly the case with Bowen. So Bowen is my top shout for game week 24. If we look at game week 25, so I've put another City player in there, mixed it up a little bit and put Phil Foden in there. So they'll be playing Norwich that week. And I think if you punt on going for a Man City player for a one-week punt, while KDB has probably got a lower floor, I think Foden's got the highest ceiling out of all the Man City attackers slash midfielders in the game. So, yeah, Norwich is the sort of game where he can go off and explode. I think we saw it already against Leeds, what he's capable of doing against quite a poor defensive side. So, if he plays, it's a big if, I suppose, but I'm willing to take that punt that Foden is one of the best shouts. At number four, it's Trent. So, Liverpool have got Burnley. It's tough to see Burnley scoring against Liverpool and Trent, a bit like Cancelo, is a bit of a bonus point magnet. He could well be in for a double-digit return here. He got a double-digit return the last time they played Burnley as well. And, yeah, but Burnley, although they've made a few signings, should not scare Liverpool in the slightest, I would say. At number three, another Liverpool player, Salah. Again, doesn't crack the top two. He doesn't have the best record historically against Burnley, but Burnley are certainly a bit weaker defensively this year. Uh, they're chopping and changing their fullbacks a little bit, and yeah, they're not quite the defensive side that they were before, even though they probably do look a little bit better going forward now. And given that my gut thinks he'll get a rest or limited minutes against Leicester, this is going to be a fresh Salah against Burnley, so... Yeah, I'd, I'd well expect him to score. And I, I don't own him yet, but I'll probably get him in for this fixture. At number two is Bruno Fernandes. So Man United have got a double game week. So that is always interesting. And they're both games at home as well against Brighton and Southampton. Last time that Man United had a double game week, Bruno was the star. He went absolutely crazy. I did have him in my team, but unfortunately didn't captain him that week and I think yeah he'll, he'll be in the points again in this one he had a good record against Southampton and Brighton in his previous couple of seasons and two home games got to back him at number one his teammate Cristiano Ronaldo I think when Ronaldo has got a double game week he's just got to go for it he's got a massive ceiling for this could easily get four or five goals if he's really on it and I think the fact that both the games are at Old Trafford as well. That is what gives him the edge over Bruno. I think Ronaldo at home, that's where he really delivers. And they're really going to need him too, because United need the points at the moment. Now on to the top five teams to target. So this is over the next sort of four or five weeks slash game weeks, as I've said. So in at number five are Wolves. They're looking like one of the best defensive sides in the league at the moment, and that is really where my interest lies. So you've got Saar, one of the best goalkeepers in the game. I think he might be the highest scoring goalkeeper in the game, actually. You've got Connor Cody, Kilman, Eight Nori, all quite good, cheap picks. Their fixtures, they don't look the easiest on paper. They've got Arsenal twice, 
Tottenham, Leicester, West Ham. But they've got a double in there. They don't blank. And Wolves, against these big sides, they can go for a nil-nil and frustrate. So I, w- I wouldn't be picking up any Wolves attackers, but Wolves defensively look really good. At number four, gone with Aston Villa. So they're starting to play a lot better now. They've got some nice fixtures. They've got Leeds at home, Newcastle away, Watford home, Brighton away. That's some really good fixtures from an attacking and defensive point of view. Under Gerrard, they're one of the sort of better sides in the league now. And there's people like Luca Dean, good value. Conta and Mings are fairly cheap. Coutinho's interesting. I've got Jacob Ramsey already and, and Ings and Watkins as well. They're both a good price, I think, if you're looking to, to maybe downgrade someone over the next few weeks. And the other thing with Villa, they're probably going to get a double game week, either 27 or, or 28 maybe. So that's that's another thing to add for Villa as well. So they're right on my radar. At number three, it's Man City. They don't have any double game weeks coming up. But they also don't have any blanks. They're the form side in the league. And they've just got great fixtures coming up. And to be honest, it, it almost doesn't matter what the fixture is. You expect City to win. And the way that they're playing at the minute, you expect them to keep a clean sheet as well. It's a bit of a rotation risk, of course, with City. But defensively, it's a bit less so. So Laporte, he's really looked good. A lot cheaper than the likes of Diaz and Cancelo. But returning regularly, Walker... So Walker's suspended from the next three Champions League games, so it's it's risky, but you bet he's probably going to play in the next sort of three or four. And obviously Cancelo, very highly owned at this point, so I'd assume most people listening to this already have him. If you don't, go and get him. He's just a superstar, really. And then you've got, yeah, the likes of KDB, Foden, Mares, all potential captain options on their day. At number two... I've gone with Man United. They double in 25, don't blank, and they've got a sea of green fixtures as well. They've got Burnley away, Southampton, Brighton at home, Leeds away and Watford at home. So they're some of the worst defences in the league that they're playing there. So I think the standout three are the three that I've got. De Gea, Bruno and Ronaldo. However, if you can't quite stretch to that, Alanga, it's starting to look a really good value. Dallow as well. And we just need to see what happens with the likes of Luke Shaw and Maguire. Then get their places back. Then they're not bad options. And obviously Varane as well looks probably the most assured of that defensive lot. So if you've got maybe a keeper that's not De Gea and you want another United guy, then Varane looks good too. But yeah, United, they've got to win the games. They haven't looked their best, but... You've got to play the fixtures a little bit and I think they'll come to play and get a few wins under their belt in the next few. And at number one is Liverpool. So they've got a lovely double game week coming up in game week 26. That's probably when most people are going to pull that triple captainship on Mo Salah. And even though they blank in 27, they've got some really good fixtures from a defensive and offensive point of view. So Leicester, Burnley, Leeds... Norwich, West Ham in their next five. A lot of people talking about the three in 27 as well because they've got the three Liverpool. And yeah, I, I think Jota and Robertson is the, the toss-up really. I think most people are going to have 
Trent and Salah, and they'd certainly be the main two. But yeah, you've got Jota, Robertson, and to an extent Van Dijk as well, which is the other good options. So yeah, I'd, I'd steam into Liverpool if you haven't already. And now onto my watch list. So this is five players I don't own at the minute that potentially I'm looking at bringing in in the near future. But number five is Maxwell Cornet. So he's been the bright spark of Burnley's season so far. He's playing out of position. He's up top while being listed as a midfielder in the game. And I can see him being the highest scorer mid, actually, under seven mil from now till the end of the season. And it's not easy for me to get Cornet in with my team structure, but potentially if I move a couple of things about, maybe downgrade Antonio or something like that, I can I'll get him in for a cheaper midfielder. Burnley got so many double game weeks as well that just just on sheer number of games, targeting someone like him is a good option. And they've got this nice uh, big man, little man combo up front at the minute as well. So I said earlier, Burnley don't look as good defensively as they have in previous years, but I think they're a bit more adventurous going forward these days. Number four, I've gone with Luca Dean. I think he's a standout really for for Villa, especially now Matty Target has gone to Newcastle. That just makes me even more confident that he won't get rotated. He'll be on free kicks. Corners might even be on penalties potentially. And Luca Dean is one of those FPL players throughout the years, always scored big points, always got attacking returns. And Villa, certainly better defensively than Everton. So he's got the clean sheet potential to go along with that, as well as potential double game weeks coming up too. And game week 30, that's looking like a big blank game week, but Luca Dean does have a fixture that week. At number three, Maxwell Cornet's partner in crime up top, the big man, the big man, little man partnership without Veghorst. Definitely a watch list. I definitely need to see more of him as, yeah, what I've seen at the minute is obviously limited to one game in terms of Premier League football. But Burnley, as we said, got so many games in hand, so lots of double game weeks and he's a quality player in Bundesliga. So if he can translate his form from the German League to England, that six and a half million looks very good value and I'm sure that will shoot up to near seven by the end of the season. And at number two, guy that I've owned previously, guy that's often on the captaincy shouts, it's Harry Kane. He's starting to look back to his best. If he can get close to last season's form in the second half of the season, then you know he's going to be very appealing even at the hefty price of, what is he, 12.3, 12.4 million at the minute. I still think an inform Harry Kane is almost a must-have, really. Tottenham are another one with a few games in hand, so a few double game weeks coming up. And yeah, he's he's going to be the main guy for Tottenham, I think. And at number one, the obvious choice, really, Mohamed Salah. I sold him a few weeks back, just before Christmas, and haven't been burned just yet, but I've got to get him back in soon. I won't be this week, but it's probably going to be next week, but if not, definitely for 26. Quite simply, the best FPL asset I've ever seen, and yeah, as close to essential as you can get on the game, really. I would probably go as far as saying he is essential and almost an auto-pick for captain a lot of the time. So, yeah, 
a lot of people sold him and a lot of people are going to be bringing back in the team. But Salah is definitely number one on that list. And that rounds off preview of 24 and 25. Thank you for listening. And remember to keep it... Yeah, 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 yeah. Cheese. 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 No, 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 no.